Welcome, Welcome back. back to Welcome back to the X Wing Guys podcast. podcast. <laughs> Throwing me off my game, where we talk uh, music. <laughs> where we talk music. We talked about music. You threw me off my game. <laughs> where we talk movies and sometimes comic books sometimes. and TV shows and video, video games. games. I'm your host Kyle uh, Belka. I'm here with my two best friends some of my best friends <laughs> um barrett big head bert and uh tyler treadway i'm the excellent guy oh sorry <laughs> you've completely destroyed <laughs> my intro it's funny because we were saying before like we can't talk over each other so i just started off with a bang yeah we're working on a few things this week like we got a table instead of stacked boxes for our mic stands. Yeah. Tyler's phone is ringing. Oh, no. All right, this week. Fiance is trying to get in on the on the podcast. It's all right. I hung up, though. I got you, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this week, we're going to be talking all things The Flash. Very, very relevant, as it came out four weeks ago. Yeah. And um, But before we get into that. We're going to talk about some news. Let's get into it. So this week, or previous weeks, I don't know. I I just got news, and I'm not really exactly sure when most of it came out. I mean, most of our news thus far has been pretty ancient. So ancient, 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 ancient. Yeah. If it's within like the last year or so, I think it's relevant. Right. We're like the last guys podcast. That's like ten years. <laughs> we're we're the number one podcast on relevancy. Um. <laughs> So Deadpool 3 is filming. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now part of the MCU. As we know, Hugh Jackman's going to be in it as Wolverine. What? And check out... So they released us some some set photos. I'm just going to show you one because... Of the new suit? Oh, they're all pretty much the same. Yeah, did you see it? Yeah. He's got the yellow suit. Yellow yeah. and blue. It's it looks fantastic. pretty sweet. It looks really good. I think they should have done that a long time ago. Because yeah. it just looks like the... Comic like book. I mean, I wasn't too upset with shirtless Hugh Jackman for most of the X X Men, but you never I mean, can be. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think it looks good, pretty good. Yeah, movie is still moving ahead, even though the writer strike's going on. So um, it'll probably not be very good. Do you think he's gonna say the F word in this Deadpool movie? Yeah, Absolutely that was probably not. his single contingency. It's gonna is I'm it not? It's like, gonna be rated R, right? I'm sure it is. Probably. But it's in the MCU, so they're. I don't know if it is in the MCU. The other Deadpool's were rated R, and Logan was. Yeah, and I think they're gonna kind of yeah. keep going with that direction. Yeah, but those aren't like in the MCU. I wonder. Well, I, I'm pretty I mean, sure it's rated R, and I don't know if it's gonna be connected to the MCU. Well, I think Deadpool's just kind of whatever. Like, yeah, I don't. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Like, at this point, I don't think you can make a PG-13 Deadpool movie, I feel like. 
Which, if you read the comics, you totally could. Like, he's rude, but he's not, like, this level of rude all the time, yeah. you know? It's just... Um, but you totally could make a PG-13 version of it. Yeah, I'd love to fine. see, like, a Spider-Man Deadpool team up. Or Wolverine Deadpool team up, but it's, like... It's, like, a Wolverine You're movie. in luck. It is Wolverine Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Wolverine... I. For me, every time I read a comic with Deadpool in it, I think it's way more entertaining if Deadpool's like a side character. Like yeah, he if he's with somebody, and everyone just like kind of hates him. Yeah, I read a lot whatever. of I read a lot of um, Spider-Man Deadpool, and that was I probably read the first like ten issues, and then it got kind of boring. But that was really entertaining because it's just like Spider-Man kind of hates him at first, and then they kind of become friends. And mm-hmm. Deadpool's like just the worst version of Spider-Man. So I thought it was, it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I agree with you. He works better with um, other characters. Also, Elektra, Jennifer Garner as Elektra is going to be in there from the Daredevil movie. Oh, okay. So that, I assume this from is going to be a Daredevil mo- movie or yeah, the from, TV show? No, the movie. From the original. Elektra has her own movie, doesn't she? Yeah, she has her own movie, but she's also in Daredevil. In Daredevil. Right, Bear? I haven't seen Daredevil. Yeah. Bear's our is. resident Daredevil expert. Except she... She doesn't have a very big role as Elektra in Daredevil. If I remember right, I think she just comes in towards the end, and then she instantly gets taken out by Bullseye. But then she has her own movie. She's not very cool at all. and She's got size. She's got a bandana. She's She's got got red clothing. Yeah, I think back in the day, though, I don't think she... Well, I don't think she wears a lot of clothing. Yeah, she's pretty not modest. Most, I think, I think that was most superhero movies back in the day. Just like the female superhero movies, like if you watch Catwoman, she's just like <laughs> the Halle Berry. Yeah, Catwoman. she's just not yeah. wearing anything. And as we know, modesty is hottesty. That's true. We all know that. Speaking of modesty, actually, I have a bit of personal news. I think this is relevant to most people. Okay. Um. So it's summer here. I live well. I live in Provo, Utah, and this guy. I've never lived there before until this year, and I realized that summertime is skinny white boy shirtless running around town time. Nice. We have a couple I mean, of those nice. here. I didn't. I used to live <laughs> here. And I didn't realize it was such a big problem, but I mean, it's like everywhere you go in Provo, just like, and they've been running. It's like July now, right? And it's already, they've been running out there like every day, you know, shirtless, shorts up to like basically not even shorts. You know, it's basically a Speedo. Okay. But they're still like super white. Like they don't tan at all. I don't understand it. Or burn. <laughs> like they don't tan or burn. They don't tan or burn. It's just really white skinny. Guy. And I'm a white skinny guy. So you know, I understand the struggle, but I'm not running around shirtless in my town. Okay. I don't want to see that. Okay. Um, any thoughts from you guys? Agreed. I think to have the most, you know, accurate opinion on the matter as a white skinny guy, I think you need to run around shirtless at least once. Yeah, maybe you got to live up to the hype. I mean, don't knock it till you try it. That's true. Except I don't know, like, how in shape you are. So you could be running out there and they could all, like, pass you. I'm very out of shape. Yeah, so that'd be, like, in a way, more to the stereotype. Because you're out of breath also. That's true. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Well, on top of this, um, there's this guy 
I drive around town a lot for work. Yeah. Looking and at the skinny shirtless. My job runners. is taking pictures of shirtless <laughs> skinny boys. Um, it's like it's like Peter Parker, but like, <laughs> get me more pictures of skinny white boys. <laughs> um, there's a guy who runs around with a sign, uh-huh. and the sign says, "I believe in you." I think I've talked. You talked to me about I think this. I talked to you about Wait, this. Wait, this is one of the runners? This is one of the runners. He's shirtless, skinny, got the short shorts, and he runs around with this like big sign that's like you know, like a big poster that says, I believe in you. And I hate him because <laughs> <laughs> it's just false positivity, you know, because he does not have any idea who I am. He doesn't even know I exist, but he's telling me he believes in me. But he can't believe in me if he doesn't, if he doesn't even know what if your I cause exist? is evil? Yeah. What if my cause doesn't even exist? Because he doesn't know I exist, you know? Plus, it's probably bad form to run around holding a sign up. Yeah. It, like, looks, like it, it looks really uncomfortable. I imagine he's holding it, like, over his head, like, both arms totally extended. It's like, no, it's like out to the side. Oh, out <laughs> to the side. It maybe looks really he's, uncomfortable. Half may- the time I see him walking, because I think it's probably just really uncomfortable to run like Maybe that. he's running and looking for one specific person who he believes in, and that's why he runs around town with this sign. That yeah. may be true. But... I don't know. Do I don't you have, believe in him? No, I don't believe in him. <laughs> He's a liar. He's obviously a liar. He doesn't believe in me. Hmm. Um, but I don't like necessarily have a problem with that kind of like just putting positivity out there because there's a guy that rides around on his. There's a lot of weird things that happen in Provo. <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy that rides around on his one wheel and uh-huh. he's got a sign that says like "Have a good day" or something. I can't remember exactly what it is, which is fine because anybody can have a good day. It That's doesn't true. have to know I exist for me to, to have know. a good day. So I'm okay with like just putting positivity out there. But if it's false positivity. What if his signs get more and more specific like to you? <laughs> <laughs> like he's listening to the podcast right now. And like the next day his his like his sign is a little bit bigger and it just has like a K on it. I believe it. I believe that Kyle Belgen can run shirtless without getting sunburned. <laughs> Eventually he's going to like slowly get plastic surgery to where it's just me and I just see me running down the <laughs> oh, road. That'd be terrifying. With this sign that just says Kyle Belka. <laughs> I believe in us. I became Kyle Belka. Um, so if you see that guy. I don't know though because to an extent, yeah, you can think it's false positivity, but then again, someone can say that and that could be like the sign from God that they need. You know what I mean? Like to someone that could be like all the positivity that they were like needed that day. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> so God, God can send a different sign. It's not a lying sign. God is not a liar. That man is a liar. But imagine, imagine, imagine one day you you prayed to God because you felt like no one believed in you, and you walked outside, and someone literally had a sign that said, "I believe in you." What if? And then there's. But I wouldn't feel then, anything because I know he's lying. He doesn't believe in me. I know the sign is wrong. Well, what if, like, let's say you go out, right? It's the middle of the day, and there's a skinny white boy who's shirtless, totally sunburned, and he's like, he's like not doing so good. He's right in front of you, right? Are you going to say, like, would you ever say, I believe in you? Like, you can finish this. Yeah, run but that you're I, doing? that's me talking to him. This guy's holding a sign for cars for driving past him that he doesn't okay, even know. Okay, okay. Because I know that runner exists because I'm talking to him. That's true. You're right, Kyle. That guy should probably 
be imprisoned. <laughs> if you see him, just tell him to just tell him to change the sign. That's all. I, that's all. I, or don't. <laughs> false positivity is the devil's work. I, I <laughs> according believe so. To, according you could, to Cal, you could just like the devil it. is a liar. That man is a liar. <laughs> Holy cow. You could just like throw something, like throw a different sign at him every day. You're like, hey, use this. Yeah. I just stand behind him with a sign that says, no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. I, like it's a really long sign that says like, no, he doesn't. And I explain why he yeah. doesn't. <laughs> I feel like there's more to the story than Kyle's letting on because nope. I've never, I've actually never seen you express any hatred towards anyone except It's not right hatred. It's you just, said, I hate this guy. Did I say that? I don't yeah. think I said you want to kill him. I don't. I didn't say that. I don't <laughs> you care. Say, you said you hated him. Okay, I retract my statements that I hate him. But it's very hard for me to watch him lie to people and to me every day. I don't see him every day. I've seen him twice. But I feel like Kyle just doesn't believe in himself and for someone to... I don't need side. this guy to believe in me. <laughs> what, if, what if all the other skinny white boy runners are inspired by that guy who who hold, held this sign originally. I'm, I'm not on board with the skinny white boy runners. Oh, okay. So Imagine being on the street, though, holding up a sign telling people that you believe in them and then listening to a podcast one day of people just absolutely ridicule you. <laughs> I, look, he's, <laughs> if he wants your... to hold the sign, hold a sign that is true. Like, have a good day or you can do it. Because if you say you can do it, I, I think you can do it. I think everybody can do it, whatever it is. I think you can do okay. it. I don't think that's a lie, but if it's just, I don't know. I thought you guys would be on my t- on my side. For this. I understand your point. I mean, as for the X-wing guys' news, I do think this kind of came out of left field. I think I'm more shocked than <laughs> than anything. I th- I mean, I think I understand what you're saying with like the false positivity, but I also believe that people can take it differently. Okay. It's fair. Big grouch. <laughs> All right, I'm not a grouch. I just, I don't, whatever. That's our famous section. Provo, living in Provo, Utah. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you can count on Provo You updates. can count on weekly updates about this guy. <laughs> if I see him again, I'll talk about If you about don't him see him, I would start looking for Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a murderer. I'm not threatening him. I just think he should change the sign. And probably make it smaller and on a stick so that it's easier for him to, <laughs> to carry. Yeah. And to whack people. Yeah, and he can whack people with it. It's like, so, hey, have a good day. Bam. I believe in you, but not you, bam. Would you feel better if he was intentionally lying? You know what I mean? Um, No. Probably not. Like if he knew his lie I instead of just knows. being naively. He's just trying to. I don't know what he's trying What's to do. What's he trying to do? He's got some kind of... You can't stand up for him now. Bad, <laughs> bad intentions. I don't know what oh they are. Oh, my goodness. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, we got a lot of casting this week. Mm-hmm. Well, these past couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks. I feel really loose this episode. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's because I messed up the intro. <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> Kyle's still raging. <laughs> Uh, even insult- like a, even insulted- like a jerk. <laughs> even insulted me during the the intro. <laughs> Did I? Well, that's because because what? Previous we had a conversation beforehand, and I can't remember what you said to me. It doesn't matter. We're moving. Now on. I feel bad. I don't hate anybody. <laughs> Just people who spread positivity to the world. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, so, Seth Rollins is playing Klaus Voorhees, a.k.a. the Cobra in Brave New World, which, as we know, is... Brave New World. Oh, Superman. It's oh, um, a new world. No, it's the new Captain America movie. Oh, that's what I was going to say, but then you pulled up a thing on your computer that said Superman, and now that I can see it because we're on a table, it, it says, like, messed me up. It says Klaus Voorhees, King Cobra. Um, oh, yeah, he's, like, got a big cobra suit. Is he part of a weird cult? He's part of the Serpent Squad. Okay. So, so. the awesome cult, then. I don't know if it is a cult. I don't know what defines a cult. But Let's that's get pretty into cool. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he apparently gained his powers through a mixture of irradiated cobra venom and experimental antitoxin. Huh. That's from marvel.fandom.com. Mm-hmm. He's reality as Earth 616. He's from the Netherlands, Rotterdam specifically. Okay. He's going to be in the new Captain America movie. That's which... cool. I hope he's wearing a big dumb cobra suit. <laughs> I hope he is too. <laughs> I hope it's not like a modernized thing. I hope he's just, it's just like straight from the comics. Straight from the comics. I feel like that's what they do now, but they kind of make it look cool. Yeah. Except in The Flash, maybe. It's like... Spoilers. It's like... For what I think of that movie. The X-Men movies, like the first couple, when they all had like leather suits. Yeah, just leather black suits. Yeah. For like a modernized thing. And then I think Cy- Cyclops is like, what did you expect? Yellow spandex? And we're like, ha you guys are too cool for yellow spandex. But I disagree. I actually think the yellow spandex is sweet, as we've seen in the new Deadpool movie photos of Wolverine. And there's also casting news for the live-action Avatar The Last Airbender, which is coming to Netflix in 2024, I believe. Okay. Um, Bert, have you watched this show? Uh, I've watched part of the first season, um, the TV series, but other than that, no. That's amazing. Yeah, it was really good. I know, so I've heard, and I got into it for a second, and I don't know what happened, but... I didn't finish it. It is pretty scary. Maybe yeah, that, were you scared, I think Barrett? that was it. <laughs> I just didn't want my fans to know. <laughs> Your fans? Were they watching <laughs> you watch it? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, um, you know, like when you watch the news and there's like people outside like with signs like, I'm on TV. Like, I believe in you. Yeah, that's just that's just outside Barrett's living room. He's got his <laughs> TV, his couch, Barrett's sitting right behind one. him. I always, I keep my, my blinds open at all yeah. times for good for the public image. yeah good for the, for the public eye yeah they watch you play Wii. yeah and school your wife Wii tennis all by myself <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna beat it eventually you're like <laughs> you're like wife, really mean to them while my wife is the breadwinner <laughs> he spends 12 hours a day he wakes up really early in the morning clocks in so with the Wii and <laughs> grinds Wii tennis until his wife comes home yeah dude so, I'll just name these people. I think they're all, like, unknowns, and then I'll show you some pictures, unless you have it pulled up. Um, but Gordon Cormier will star as Aang, or mm-hmm. Ong. Um, no, it's Aang. It's Aang. <laughs> pretty sure it's Ong. He'll be joined by Kia Wentio as waterbender Katara. Ian Owsley as She's her brother. She's a firebender. Nope. Ian Owsley as her brother Sokka. And Dallas Liu as firebending royalty Zuko. That's, That's from cool. Netflix.com. Um, so here's these. Okay. That's Good picture. Aang. Mm-hmm. That's Katara. Okay. That's Sokka. Okay. 
That's the other dude. Oh, that looks sweet. You want to see this part? I got it pulled up. Yeah. Zuka's. Actually, all their costumes are super sweet. Yeah, they all look really dead on. I think they're really gonna go out for all out for this. Yeah. Um, because they do not want another live action movie. Do you think? Do you think they can capture the same spirit as the animated show? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. But it looks pretty good, and yeah, I think it'll be good. Well, I don't know. But I also really liked the movie, but that was before I watched the TV show, and I haven't gone back to it since. So yeah, it's like the it's like Bear watched the Aragon movie, is that right? And you're like, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, but it's really bad. I also really like the Aragon movie. <laughs> oh, but I, haven't, really? I haven't I haven't, wa- I haven't read the book. Yeah, the book is fantastic. There's and there's four really big books, and they yeah. smashed it all into one movie. Oh really? That it t- goes through all the books? I think so. Oh, I feel I like s- that's kind of the case with with most movie series is like the book usually people will prefer the book over the the movie but yeah, i haven't but seen the animated last airbender and i i don't know i didn't i didn't hate the movie but i think that's a pretty controversial statement i think <laughs> that's an unpopular yeah opinion. i think oh, once yeah. you <laughs> i think once you watch the show you'll understand next piece of casting news is james gunn's superman mm-hmm. happy that's superman it. happy superman Happy Superman, everyone. <laughs> Finally. That's all I wanted. Um, okay, let's see. That's all I've ever wanted. All right, so Superman is going to be played by David Cornsweet. Mm-hmm. He looks like Superman, I feel like. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah. Is he Henry Cavill's size? No, he looks pretty I don't smaller. think anyone's that big. I think Henry Cavill wasn't Henry Cavill's size until he became Superman. That's true. Um... But he has played in TV shows such as The Politician, Hollywood, and We Own This City. Ah, classic. Classic movies that we've all seen, TV shows that we've all seen. Um, Lois Lane has been cast as Rachel Brosnahan. Brosnahan. Mm -hmm. She also, she looks pretty good. Mm -hmm. What is she in? She's in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Mm -hmm. and House of Cards. Nice, we've seen those movies. We've all seen those TV TV shows. shows. Isabella Merced is Hawk Girl. Do you think they're gonna keep Hawkman from Black Adam? Was he pretty good? I haven't seen it. Oh, he was good. Yeah, he was like one I, of the best parts of that movie. Oh, who played him again? I mean, he was pretty dumb. Like he what? was just like, yeah, he was just like, I know that Black Adam can kill me, but I'm gonna pick fights with him because I have a really big ego. Oh, I feel like that's like the Hawkman. That's, that's one of my favorite scenes though. When like that's like. My favorite scene in Black Adam, if you haven't watched it. Yeah, he's played by Aldous Hodge. He's in he's in quite a few things. Um, I don't know how popular popular this is among the public, but the TV show Leverage, he was oh he's, really good. Is he the hacker dude? Yeah. Okay, I remember that show. I remember liking it. But yeah, there's a scene where Doctor Fate is just sitting in a sofa, and um, Black Adam and um, Hawkman are just fighting it out, and I love it. That's like the best part of that movie. That's sweet. I think they did an excellent depiction of of Hawkman and Black Adam. Yeah, I don't really know that much about Hawkman. I thought he was like ancient Egyptian. Thank you. He is. He probably yeah, he is. So, but other <laughs> times he's like. I think they talk a little of his origin in Black Adam, don't they? I don't remember. Oh, I man. just remember he's like got the Professor X mansion where the pool opens up and his plane flies out. Like, there's a lot of things, like his base is set up like the X-Men mansion. Hmm. I was like, oh, I didn't know that about that guy. 
So um, Isabella Merced is going to play his wife. I, I doesn't say that, she, that he's going to be in this movie, but um, she played Dora in the Dora movie. I don't know if any of you guys saw that. Watched it like 12 times. <laughs> and I know, Barry, you're going to be excited about this one. Eddie Gategi, Gategi is playing Mr. Terrific in the Superman movie. Who, as we all know, is the third most, the third smartest man in the DC universe. Oh, is he? Okay, I, I need to see a picture of him because he might be like the main right here, like the character Mr. Terrific. Oh, I think he might be the main like technician on the Justice League Watchtower in Justice League Unlimited. In um, Arrow, the TV series, he's played by. Um, yeah, yeah. So he's super smart, and he's a he's a tech wizard. Tech whiz. He's a tech whiz, and I think he's super cool. Yeah, he's played by Echo Kaloom, and he's <laughs> absolutely terrible. And Barrett turned on Tyler's Echo. I accidentally turned on the Echo by saying Echo. Echo, stop. <laughs> That's Tyler's playlist of <laughs> screeching <laughs> Tyler, uh, piano wires. I don't know. Any, anyways, uh, E. Kaloom. Um, <laughs> I. That was one of the... He was a, a big deciding factor in why I stopped watching Arrow. It was a big decision for Barrett. He, yeah, the, it was. It was way absolutely and terrible. And it gave me a big turnoff for Mr. Terrific. He was just not a very good... Hmm. Wasn't a good actor. And, I mean, at that point in the show, it was all bad. But, I don't know. Well, you're going to enjoy him in Superman Legacy. Yeah, yeah he's going to be, be awesome. So, that's... That's gonna be sweet. There's a lot of oh, hold on. There's one more. Sorry, this one's this one I'm pretty excited about. Oh, there's two more. Okay, um, Nathan Fillion as Guy Gardner, Green Lantern. Oh, I love that. Which is I think is perfect. I he's love old, that he's a pretty lot. old for yeah. Guy Gardner, but I think he fits it really well. Yeah, I think Nathan Fillion is awesome. He also plays um, Green Lantern like Hal Jordan in most of the animated movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, that works out. He looks like a kind of a smug idiot. Yeah. No offense to him, but I, I, like it's a, it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good for Guy Gardner. We watched, yeah, we watched Flashpoint, um, the movie, The Flashpoint Paradox. It's like an animated movie getting ready for The Flash. And, yeah, Nathan Fillion was, I think he was in it. As, I don't know. Yeah, he was in it as Hal Jordan. Also, Michael B. Jordan was in it as Oh, Cyborg. he was, huh? Yeah. Kind of a weird movie. I remember because I recognize him by his voice. Yeah, yeah. If you want to watch it, it's like it's there's a lot of similarities in this new Flash movie. It's just like Flash goes back in time um, to do some stuff. It's like the same premise, but a lot different story. Yeah, and like it's weird because I don't know. It's like it's like kind of weird dialogue, and then all of a sudden it's super violent for like way out of the blue. Yeah. Which I remember watching this when I was like a teenager, and I was like, "This is like the realest thing." It's so <laughs> sick, and it is. Yeah, Batman in the Flashpoint universe is super cool too. He's like old drunk Thomas Wayne. But yeah, what else? And then we have Anthony Kerrigan as Metamorpho. So Anthony Kerrigan plays Zaz, Victor Zaz in Gotham TV show. Oh yeah, he's creepy. He's in really that. creepy. But who's Metamorpho? Metamorpho. Oh, I was thinking of Metallo. I don't oh. know who Metamorpho is. Um, Should we look it up? It says he's an adventurer exposed to radioactive meteorite, which forged a mythical Egyptian artifact. 
As a result, Mason became metamorpho with the ability to shapeshift, change his elemental makeup, and gain hyperelasticity. So he's like Mr. Fantastic, but a bad guy? Yeah. Shapeshifting, though? I mean, Mr. Fantastic can sort of do that. Okay, or Clayface? Yeah. He's like a mix between metamorpho and the other guy that you just said. Mr. Wait. He's a mix between Clayface and Mr. Fantastic, I guess. Nice. That is definitively what that character is. <laughs> um, okay. Sweet. Ooh, so that's all of that stuff. That's a lot of casting. That's a lot of casting. Um, yeah, so now we got trailers. Feels like it's really late, but it's only 8 o'clock. I'm just going to give that to you. Okay, so we got trailers uh, in the last four weeks since we've been gone, which is way too long. Since you've been gone. Since you've been Okay. I'm going to copyright um, check for that. Yeah, for sure. Trailers. Willy Wonka trailer. We forgot to watch it. Ahsoka trailer. <laughs> it's it looks good. It looks really sweet. Yeah. Sabine cuts her hair. And she's a Jedi. A Jedi? What? What? Kind of unexpected. I don't. I don't know how. I don't like it. Yeah. But she's putting but she, on her Mandalorian helmet. So and she's good. got her Mandalorian hair back, and it looks good. <laughs> Kyle just took his shirt off. He's going for a run. <laughs> it's really hot. In sun's here. not out, Kyle. It doesn't count. <laughs> really we'll hot. make you a sign if you want. <laughs> um, Dune. New Dune trailer looks really good. It looks. Um, I haven't seen it until just now when we watched it, and it looks like there are more things different than the book than I expected. But it looks sweet. It looks like there's more character development in. Um, in Paul Atreides' relationship with Zendaya. Whose name is Johnny? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't remember what it is. Okay. No, I think it's like Tawny. Oh, okay. Um, which looks good, and that'll be awesome. Uh, Josh Brolin is back. Yeah, I wish they didn't spoil that in the trailer. <sighs> yeah. Never saw a body, though. That's that's kind of my didn't mindset. Didn't you say that last time we talked about yeah. it? Yeah. Craven. We watched the Craven trailer. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, so in the he's called Craven the Hunter, and Aaron Taylor Johnson, who plays Craven a couple months ago, was talking about his character, and he's like, he's an animal lover, that whatever, but he's a hunter, and in this we see he is an animal lover for some reason. Yeah, he fights with the animals because he's got lion blood. Yeah, he's got lion <laughs> blood in him, which I don't think is his origin. No, his sure origin, he's, just a, he's just a man who's like a crazy hunter who has a lot of traps and hunts Spider-Man. My first... Um, introduction to Craven was in the Spider-Man video game, like the original Xbox Spider-Man video game, and it's really hard. And but he's got a big lion vest. I don't know. And this he's, one, he doesn't have a lion vest. He has a furry vest. And sometimes he has this weird, like leather, like plate carrier thing. Without, I don't know. It's like some weird body armor. And he's not Russian. Well, he is Russian, but he doesn't have a Russian accent. Yeah, his dad's Russian. But it looks okay. Uh, Blue Beetle, new Blue Beetle trailer. I think it looks a lot better than the first Blue Beetle trailer. Yeah, it still kind of looks like generic to me, but I really like Blue Beetle. I'm just worried it's going to be way too cheesy because it reminded me a lot of Shazam, and I feel like they're just going to have unnecessary like childish humor in it. Yeah, but I don't know. Hopefully, it's good. That's going to be the kicking off of like the new DC universe mm-hmm. after the Flash, which. The Flash? The Flash? What? The Flash? What of The Flash? We watched a movie called The Flash with, um, I almost said Ezra, Ezra Bridger, Miller. But it's Ezra Miller. 
Our favorite, my favorite actor. Your favorite actor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so he's the star of this movie. He's the main character. Um, I want to. Non spoilers and spoilers? Yeah, I'm really interested to hear what you guys think about it. Okay. You guys just want to, like, go around, just, like, a couple words, say what you think, (laughs) real quick. Okay. Barrett, you go first. I'll start. I actually, so I didn't have insanely high expectations Mm -hmm. for this movie. Um, but I actually, I did not, I didn't hate it. I really didn't hate it. And despite being, um, kind of a, a box office flop, um, it really, the, my biggest issue with it was, I think just some acting (laughs) and casting, but other than, well, not casting part, partly casting, but mostly acting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But I don't know. Overall, I, I didn't hate it. Um, some funny jokes, also lots of not very funny jokes. A few times when we were watching, and I went, to, I looked at Barrett, and I was like, when I pointed at the screen because nobody else was laughing. And it, it was, was actually really joke. loud in the movie theater. I don't know why. I did. Was there people in your guys' theater? Yeah. There's like six. I think we went to the last showing in like our theater. There were two guys there who looked like me and Tyler when we were 107. Oh, so yeah. I think I and think they were this laughing. movie. They were laughing at all the jokes in the trailers leading up to the movie, but they didn't really laugh at any of the jokes in the movie. Well, my point is I think Flashpoint might have really happened or they are us from the future because it was just too... They were clearly like... I don't know if they were father and son or just best friends, but they were pretty old and they are just chilling at a movie together. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. At the Flash with uh, us right in front of us. Dang. Did you guys talk to him? <sighs> no. No? I didn't want to like make a paradox or something. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. Um... Yeah, I also didn't think, like, I wasn't, I didn't have super high expectations, but I at least thought it would be fun, but I, like, did you not have any fun have any with fun. this movie. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it was really hard for me to watch. Huh, I had fun with it. I did, too. Maybe it's because I didn't watch it. Well, I watched it with one other person, but she wasn't really into it either, so. Yeah. It was kind of weird. It was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, this, okay. Um, but, yeah. You've probably already seen it by now because this is coming out so late. But if you haven't, that is our review. It's pretty. It's it's okay. There are good things and there are bad things. I think it's. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I recently watched it. But I think it's the worst movie I've seen ever. Potentially ever. Really? Because you think it's that bad? No way. Because it. <laughs> I don't know. I had, I had to think about it some more. But because it. They had it was supposed to come out in 2019. So they've had like I don't know how many years that is five years to work five six years to, yeah. to work on it, um, and the budget was 200 million. Wait, let's see. Yeah, about like yeah 200 million 250 million dollars, mm-hmm. and it, it's just like I feel like there's nothing exciting about this movie. So are you talking like animate like CGI what like CGI acting story just kind of production scenes. as a whole? Like there wasn't a single action scene that stood out to me. I think they all looked really good in the trailer, but none of them looked good in the movie to me. Yeah, I I also felt that's a good point. There's a few scenes where I was like, oh, that looks pretty good, but most of them are just like, ugh, yeah. I don't know though because I felt like that wasn't really the point. I, I mean. I, I do see what you're saying. I feel like, and we'll get into this more, but I think Barry's actions, they could have made it seem more consequential. 
yeah. and more devastating. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the battle wasn't really supposed to be against anyone. It was just like with himself. You well, know that's what, I mean? what was a big problem. It was like, I don't even know who the villain was. I wasn't. It was him. Yeah. Spoilers. It was his. Oh, yeah. All right. Naivety. Is sure. that how do you. Naiveness? Naive. Naivety. Naivety. This Naivete. movie. Naivete. This Naivete. movie also has done what a lot of big blockbuster movies. Blockbusters. Blockbusters. <laughs> Blockbusters. Um, shout out to my buddy John. If you watch Boss Baby in a different language, apparently it's like the funniest thing in the world. That's not really related. Um, <laughs> so if you want the Flash be to be good, you have to watch it in in Hindi or whatever Kyle likes to watch Dune in or Avatar. Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Um, crap. What was I saying? Oh, this movie does something that a lot of big blockbuster movies are doing is like, if it's a, if there's anything that people are nostalgic about, they're just going to like throw it down your throat, like Jurassic Park or like, uh, Star Wars in some cases, like just people trying to make money. And I think in this movie, it works for the most part, having Michael Keaton, Batman in it. Um, or Spider-Man. Spider-Man was a big... Yeah, Spider-Man too. No Way Home. Like, sometimes it works, but sometimes you can tell it's just there to get people to watch it. Yeah. Well, that's the difference with this movie and, like, Spider-Man, for example, is I think they counted a lot on the nostalgia to come into play and, and bring viewers. Mm-hmm. But those characters had a crucial role in the plot. Yeah. I think a lot of the cameos, so to speak, in the Flash were just they were just cameo. They were just for fans. They were just to bring in viewers, but they actually didn't have anything to do with the plot of the movie. Yeah. Another thing I had thoughts of about this movie, um if this would have come out in 2019, it would have done better, but we have just got like three or four different multiverse superhero it's convoluted movies. Now. Yeah. That was I don't even know because I feel like the multiverse stuff wasn't the problem. I think they just didn't do anything at all. I don't know. I think there's a lot of factors that go into it. Yeah. I think I think there is the the de- delay of production and having it not be any better than I think we could have seen it in 2019. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's still like we talked about previously the writer strike um, that has. Kind of put a lot of halt to movie production. Um, Ezra Miller getting arrested multiple times. Ezra Miller's <laughs> controversy. But the writer's strike was... I think this was already done. Yeah. Because the writer's strike started a couple months ago. I'm I'm pretty sure it's still going. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's still going. Yeah. But, like, production was already The movie was up. already done. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Um, But, yeah, I agree with you. Okay. How much um, Michael Keaton saying, let's get nuts... I 10. loved it. How like how many times out of ten would you rate this movie? One. The movie or Michael Keaton? Oh, it was a pretty no, nuts movie though. You just said two different Yeah, so um <laughs> how would you rate it out of ten Michael Keaton saying you wanna get let's nuts? So from you one to Michael nuts? Keaton saying let's get nuts? <laughs> yeah. Like out of ten Michael <laughs> Keaton saying that line. I think this movie was pretty nuts, so I might even give it like an eight. Okay. Even though I don't like this movie at all. <laughs> so it, so more Let's Get Nuts is bad. Not necessarily bad. It's just nuts. Like, I don't think it being nuts was the bad part about this movie. It was way nuts, dude. <laughs> I know. It was super nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. 
Okay. Um, I'm going to say probably for let's get nuts value, definitely like pretty high up there. It was, it was, it was weird. It was bonkers. It was bonkers. He could have said let's get bonkers and he would not be wrong. <laughs> That would have been so funny if they just built it up to like his iconic <laughs> line and he just said, you want to get nuts? Let's, Let's get, get bonkers. <laughs> he is pretty old. He's losing his memory. <laughs> you want to get crazy? What do you give it, Bert? How many Let's Get Nuts? I mean, I don't know. If someone who hated the, the movie gave it eight Let's Get Nuts, then I don't know. I'd have to give it like a, a nine. Let's get nuts. Yeah, wow. one out of ten. Like it or dislike it, I'd probably give it like a seven. Like was, it I'd d- say like six. Six like or seven. Six. Three. Five. I wouldn't give it a seven. I'd say five or six. Yeah, I'd probably say five or six too. <laughs> Seems like you're probably four just or five. Yeah, probably four. Five. You're I just copying me. <laughs> you said one. You said it's the worst movie you've ever seen. There were two movies that instantly came into my head that are way worse than well, this. Sharknado? So yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like Sharknado's a worse movie, but be, this movie should have been better. This is not as bad as Rise of Skywalker, though. It also oh, wasn't as true. bad as Venom, even though I think you won't agree. Or I don't agree with that. And I, also, I don't... This should have been better. That's that's what makes it so bad. Yeah, but yeah. I agree with Tyler. Actually, I think Just Rise like of Skywalker having was the worse. budget and having like ten years or how long was that? Twenty nineteen. So and then that's probably like two years before twenty nineteen. So probably twenty seventeen to twenty twenty three when it finally came out. Okay. Yeah. Should we move to spoilers? Yeah. Okay. So I think we all have a lot of pent up thoughts about this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Now in spoilers. Kyle needs to vent. <laughs> This is the best movie ever made. Was that the spoiler? Yeah, that's yeah, we're lying. <laughs> Just kidding. There's a shower, baby shower. They say that. It's pretty funny. I actually thought that was funny because Alfred said it first. That was a big problem I had is they made the babies. Well, they made Alfred and Batman just like a joke. Like that was a big thing in this movie. It's like I never felt any stakes because everyone was just kind of a joke in this movie. Like no one was really serious. And which works for some characters, but with Alfred and Batman, I mean, those are like the two most serious, well, Batman more so, like two most yeah. serious guys. And they're like cracking jokes and just like out in broad daylight and I don't know, doing dumb things. I like Alfred doing jokes. I think he has some good jokes. Okay. But if you think about it, all these babies are falling out of a window and they make a joke about it. Yeah, and that's what I'm like there's no that's why I was like there's no stakes because if you're sitting there watching that even if you think the flash might be able to save them like you're not going to joke about it. Yeah, that's valid. I I did laugh when he went for the like the candy bar machine and maybe that's maybe that's a bad sign cuz <laughs> Cause it's like, oh, it's funny. He's going for candy bars instead of saving all those babies. But then it's actually it makes sense. But then they never touch base on it for the rest of the movie. Yeah, I did but, think it was interesting that they like took into like physics and like all that stuff like at the beginning. But then you're right. They then they just abandon it. They don't really mention it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got a wa- yeah, he's got to watch his caloric intake for you know so to make sure he burn out completely. Keeps his powers, even though he said. Um, he was at critical. It said like critically low or something. Mm-hmm. 
and he was still fine. Yeah. And then they never touched on it for the rest of the movie. It's kind of like web shooters. Like sometimes they run out. Sometimes they run out, and sometimes they're fine. You just use them forever. Yeah. yeah. But, but did you like the baby shower scene? No. Okay. I thought there was funny jokes after it when he's like, when that lady was just like screaming her head off, and he's like, yeah. Justice League doesn't really take care of, like, mental health. Yeah, I didn't think that was pretty funny. The thing, I just didn't like how, because, I mean, he saved all the babies from falling out, right? Mm-hmm. But that whole wing still collapsed, and there were people in there. Yeah. Like, he really he didn't. didn't really. He saved the babies, and he l- ran away. He left after that. That's true. It's like that building was coming down. I kind of assumed that they'd evacuated because you don't see any other people. Well, or do you see people? You do when the, in the room where the babies are falling out, there's people trying to get in the door. Oh, remember? Okay. Yeah. But then they all. <laughs> Plus, what if there were people in any of the floors below them yeah. or above them, and it just collapsed? Because, I mean, you think of, like, all the Quicksilver scenes that we see in X-Men when he's just running in and yeah. out. Those are really good That scenes. everyone loves. It's fantastic. But he just saves, like, seven babies, which, I mean, good for you. But then he There's just like leaves. thousands of people in the building. And all the babies have just terrifying faces. Yeah. Because they're they just completely CGI. They, like, catch <laughs> one in a microwave. Yeah. And, they're and just then like... it beeps when he, <laughs> when he gets back. I thought the microwave, like beep like it was done or something yeah how did it beep because it doesn't have power but if it did beep that it means was it did have power and he it was murdered a baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was that's when i was like when i saw the cgi on the babies it just like freaked me out because they're like the uncanny valley was <laughs> when he, so heavy when he started off with his run i looked at barrett and i was like oh why gosh. is he doing that <laughs> Yeah. Like he does the run where he's the like the one leg. He stands on one leg. <laughs> it's so dumb. He takes as as long as it takes for him to set up, get in his running stance, he could be anywhere around the world. Yeah, yeah. like a hundred people died. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I also I don't think Ben Affleck got in the bat suit at all. No, that was not him. Because every time well, it looked like it was a CGI face. I feel like everyone that was wearing a mask. It looked like their face was CGI. Yeah. It just looked so weird to me. I saw footage of them with like the stunt doubles and I feel like they just used that and then, and then they had Ben Affleck face over it. in like the one scene yeah. where he's not being friends with Barry Allen. And Batman, he has like trouble stopping these, they're just like normal human car robbers. Yeah. And he's like having a big trouble stopping them. Yeah. I really like that chasing though. I thought like all the action... Like, the Batman combat in this movie, I thought looked awesome. I love the combat scenes with Michael Keaton. Yeah. So that sick. was, like, when they were going to get Kara, and he's battling the those guys in, like, in the bunker. Mm-hmm. I think that was, that was literally one of the dopest fights. I thought it looked really cool in the trailer. I don't know. I feel really negative today. I feel bad that I'm, like, so <laughs> negative. <laughs> but that stupid guy with the sign just ruined Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> like in the trailer I, when I saw that it looked so cool to me I was like so excited to see it but I was just maybe I'd just been burnt out by the previous half of the movie that it, it, I, at that point I just couldn't get into it but it was, so, I did not think it was good the story is like Barry Allen is a big nerd he's not doing super good um, he gets his, his he gets his sandwich in the morning which he can't make his own even though he's the Flash yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. 
and then <laughs> it's just a crap bunch of crap thrown together. Like he named all the ingredients as like peanut butter and banana, banana honey. and like avocado or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like you could just go to a grocery store and just throw a bunch of stuff in the blender. Or he could go to that store and make his own sandwich and just put like a yeah, a couple bucks on the yeah. counter. Yeah, he's because he has no problem sprinting in there and changing. He's like late to everything. I'm like, why don't you just run there really fast? I well, guess it would I feel like that's kind clothes, of his. But that's so, the classic flash yeah. thing. Yeah, he's always late. That's kind of the. It's the joke. The joke. Tyler, you didn't. Fastest oh, man alive is always like, late. Yeah. Like a turtle. Tyler doesn't get jokes. I've never got a. I've never heard a joke that I understood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, "Man, I wanna. I'm pretty bummed. I wanna save my mom." And then Iris West. No, she's not Iris West. Iris. Is her name Iris? Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's not Iris. Yeah, Alan. Iris West. Because <laughs> Wally West is her nephew. Or uh, brother. Or brother. brother. I think. I don't know. And Anyways, the TV show. Anyway, yeah, Iris her. West has the hots out for Barry Allen. I don't understand why. For no reason. Yeah. He didn't do anything like, for anyone to be attracted to him. <laughs> like. <laughs> I mean, he was super awkward. He didn't initiate anything, any conversation, any date. She even asked him to ask her on a date. When they were hanging out in his apartment, he was being really weird and... It's really messy. Like, like she, his garbage was filling really his messy. cabinets. <laughs> and then he leaves her there. Well, yeah, he's got to say He doesn't mom. talk to her while she's there. He's just talking to himself about his mom, pretty much. Yeah, and he's talking... He's talking out loud about what he needs to do to go back in time and then just leaves and then like i would yeah and then she's like okay and then she leaves him a nice note and then comes back at the end and he's like hey i'm sorry that i messed up it's like that's not healthy iris what are you doing <laughs> he just left you in his apartment and was being really weird i fell asleep at the last half of the movie so i have a well not the last half like the last five minutes so i need to ask you guys some questions once we get to you that you fell asleep <laughs> shame on i you. fell asleep a couple this? times but I, it was like the only showing because there's like no showings for this movie it was yeah. at like 10 20 and so it finished around midnight and i've been working all day i was just like really tired maybe that's why i didn't like it <laughs> yeah I mean, you're just like oh, <laughs> i'm gonna watch it later when i'm like it's very chaotic awake. you're probably like oh my head hurts a the lot. next day because I, I pretty much watched it and went home and went to sleep and it was just like it felt like a dream like <laughs> i don't really it's like a weird ha hazy memory uh so he's like i'm trying to s solve my dad's murder and then they're like you can't solve your dad's murder and he doesn't look up at the camera and he's like well my mom died because we forgot the tomatoes so i'm just gonna go replace some tomatoes iris but he's actually talking to himself in his apartment this is not a very good explanation but i'm just trying to get through it well, we don't have to make it like a Michael Keaton Batman where he'd explain, explain everything. everything. The point is similar to Flashpoint in an effort to bring his to keep his dad out of prison and save his mom from ever dying. He figures that he finds out that he can run fast enough to enter the speed force and go back in time. Mm -hmm. And despite Batman's warnings to not do that. Which why does Batman know anything about that? By the way? He's Batman. the greatest detective in the world. Okay, continue. Well, yeah, I, I agree that I don't think he should have known, like, specifics. Well, he didn't really know specifics. He just said, like, I don't think you should mess with time. Yeah. Because mm. you step on a different blade of grass and, like, you can mess up everything. Which I think I think is reasonable enough. I guess enough he's been for, Batman for 20 or 30 yeah, years. Or I whatever. think that's reasonable enough for him to assume. 
Um, but as a naive teenager, he figures that he can just change the events, but not if he's not seen or interact with anyone, then it'll be fine. Yeah. So in doing, that was one thing that I didn't like. I liked and didn't like about this movie because I liked that they took a different standpoint on time, how it's not linear, and you know, but it also didn't make sense. Because in the other multiversal movies, it's like you go back in time. They like took Michael Keaton is like explaining it, and he explains like the Marvel way, and then he's like, "But that's wrong." Yeah, how if you go back in time, you change an event, and it changes everything in the future, but not the past. That makes sense. Yeah, because like if you go back in time and you change something, everything had still happened up to that point. I understand everything changing after that. He went back to a world where everything had already happened, mm-hmm. and then he changed something. So I didn't like their idea. I liked that they were experimenting with different ways to explain time travel, which you can't be too picky about because it's time travel. And it's not yeah. going to make sense. Yeah, <laughs> Especially I, in the Flash movie. I don't know. There's just... We were talking about it after we watched the movie, but like we we're kind of picking it apart, and then we are like... With a Marvel movie, I feel like you can be more picky about this, but like with this Flash movie, I did not. I was like, yeah, well, it's just kind of like a goofy Flash movie. There's no consequences. Like, I don't really want to pick it off or pick it out. Yeah, I think I think it's okay. That's what they did in Flashpoint Paradox, the cartoon and yeah. the comic book, right? Where it's just kind of the butterfly effect, and it affects everything frontwards and backwards through time. Yeah. Um. Okay, where do we want to go? You can uh, talk about just individual casting. Okay, yeah. What do you think of Ezra Miller as Barry <laughs> Allen? Not my favorite. I think there's good moments, but I don't I don't really, like, when he is being emotional and talking about his dead mom and, like, his dad, I didn't really feel sad for some reason. Yeah. I kind of did when he was, when he, like, kept it from his past self and you kind of saw him shut down a little bit understanding that he shouldn't tell him yeah i felt more weight or i felt that he felt that there was weight to the situation or when he yelled at his past self because he wasn't understanding the situation i felt like they were going in a good direction there but as you mentioned before there's times when he just he makes random jokes or he doesn't have any urgency to his actions and it's as if all of that went away and he doesn't yeah. really understand. I think going into this movie, I was like, I, I'm i excited to see more of The Flash because in Justice League, he is like so awkward and everything he says was like cringy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so coming into, and then the Snyder Cut came out and he was really good in that. I liked his character a lot. Um, and then going into this movie, I was like, I hope... I was hoping that he would be the same character he was in the Snyder Cut. Um, but he was... I felt more like the Justice League Flash. Yeah. I I kind of thought the same thing. I was excited. To, I thought maybe with his own movie, I would get used to him. Yeah. And he wouldn't be as annoying. But he was just... Like, every, every second was just really annoying. I do think... One thing I did like about this movie is once... He had someone he kind of had to mentor. He matured a little bit. Yeah. And he kind of calmed down and saw what he was. And he's like, 
okay, yeah. I need to help this guy, so mm. I'm going to be better. Yeah. He kind of steps up a lot. <laughs> but I the like problem that. is it doesn't take the annoyingness away because there's still a really annoying Barry Allen there. So. <laughs> I, but, thought, I thought college Barry Allen was hilarious. I'd, He's so dumb. I'd He's like a dog, like pretty much. Like They're just like, when, um, when Barry is talking to... Michael Keaton Batman. <laughs> he's he's just talking to him and he's he says um he says so my mom died in my universe but I don't want to tell him cuz that's pretty sad news and then Michael Keaton's Batman says yeah that's pretty bad news and then the camera cuts to college Barry Allen and he's just looking like so- Gollum in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> he's just up against the cave wall. Just eating eating some chips or something. A and banana. It's it so weird. I, I felt like he wasn't really a human at that point. He's just like, what? Yeah, what? <laughs> Why is he down there? I didn't think about that when I was... But he's literally just <laughs> hiding. Like, happens to be right below him. It felt I, like they were treating him like a pet or something because they wouldn't allow him in their conversations and stuff. And then he... Cre- <laughs> well, he wasn't there to be... See, I don't know. I... I feel I feel they touched on it more than we think. Cause remember when Barry was arguing with College Barry, mm-hmm. and he realizes he's like, "Wow, like you're actually annoying." Now I know why people think I'm, you know, like yeah. he even mentions that he's like, "I'm annoying." So I feel as though that was supposed to be more of his character, cause uh-huh. he still is like a teenage kid who doesn't understand like the gravity of a lot of his his actions yeah and i feel that was good in in that sense i i do agree with you that ezra miller i i feel just did not cut it as as the flash but i think they did okay with making him kind of i thought him being annoying was kind of part of it i think you can have characters that are annoying to other people but they don't i think if they're annoying to the viewer then it's that's bad that's true Unless yeah. you're not supposed to like that character, but I think you're supposed to like Barry. Yeah, and maybe it's just a different humor than we have. So it's yeah. pretty annoying to us. Do you know anyone kind of that you've talked to that likes him, though? I haven't heard anyone talk about this movie unless I'm like, hey, have you seen The Flash? And they say no. That's true. Also, yeah, one thing I noticed is after the Spider-Verse came out, it was just all over social media and everything. After The Flash came out, I didn't see anything. Nothing. At all. It's really weird. Same thing with Shazam. I didn't even know it came out, and yeah. I I like this stuff a lot. Yeah. Well, that that's why Flash was such a box office How blowout. How much did it make? It made... I think they needed to make around $600 million to break even. Holy and crap. <laughs> I think it ranged from like four to six hundred or four to seven hundred million to break even, and they made like I think they lost like two hundred million dollars in revenue or expected revenue. Which I think I saw on some list that it's like the biggest um, superhero flop in box office of all time. That's crazy. Because Michael Keaton, um, obviously he wasn't, or Ezra Miller made I think he made two million on off the movie. Mm. that's not that much for no well maybe it's not because um mike michael keaton as um oh my goodness batman (laughs) no as a funny joke as mr mom stole ezra miller's money (laughs) or uh as vulture oh my goodness um michael keaton as vulture i think he made like 16 million dollars or something Mm -hmm. off of spider-man homecoming and he made 
I think one million dollars off the Flash. Yeah, he was, and he I was think probably my favorite part of this movie. However, do you think because this is something that's been brought up? Do you think a Christian Bale cameo or taking place of Michael Keaton would have brought in more viewers? Do you yeah. think people would have appreciated so. a Christian Bale cameo? Because I know a Michael lot of Keaton. people have just never seen the old Batmans, and they only seen the right. Nolan Batmans. Mm-hmm. I'm, I would rather. I'm That's, glad they did Keaton because I think um, Bale is such a grounded universe yeah. that it would. <laughs> I don't like what they did to Keaton in this movie either, but I'd rather they do it to Keaton than Bale. That's I kind, I kind of, I kind of liked how he's just making spaghetti. Yeah. And he's like a homeless dude living in his cupboard while they're <laughs> or hiding in his cupboard while they're sneaking around. But he comes out and he attacks them uh-huh. and he's like he's not really beaten by them, but they're able to kind of fight him off. And they they're not using their powers. I and think he's it was supposed just to be Batman. Him telling him that's true. He should have just killed them he both. Sh- yeah. He should have stuck an explosive One, to oh. both of them. <laughs> he should have dropped a bomb in both their pants and kicked them down a manhole. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good point. Especially when they, because you kind of cut to where he's looking at them through the cupboards. Mm-hmm. And they're calling for, they're, they're calling, they're saying like Bruce. Yeah. Bruce. They're not, you know, like <laughs> there's people in your home who are looking for you specifically and know you're there. <laughs> Why do you have to surprise attack him when they're clearly well, he's unarmed? Doing, he's doing the same joke as in, as in the Batman, or Batman 89, when Vicky Vale is looking for him and they're like, where's Bruce Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> it's a sweet callback we don't even know. Yeah, with all the... She's like, where's Bruce Wayne? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> and I, I like how comic book he was. His combat style I thought was awesome. I yeah. think it was mostly CGI. Yeah, I'm sure Michael Keaton's not doing all that. <laughs> well, yeah, but it could have been a stunt double. Yeah. I really liked his role, though. I actually didn't have a problem with um, with him as Batman. I do agree that I don't like that they made him just, just kind of a bum. But yeah. I, I didn't hate that so much. I just think I didn't hate him as Batman. I just don't think they really did anything with him. Yeah. Maybe I need to watch those action sequences again, but he doesn't really do anything. And then the battle with Zod. He, he, he saves he, them a yeah, lot. Yeah, he saves them a lot. Well, he ton. saves them a lot, but it's and just not exciting. To, it's, I don't know. Also, his bat plane gyroscope that thing, was that was awesome. Yeah. He's also, he was he was a baddie when he was, when they were going to, when they saved Kara. And they're running from all those dudes. He also, I really liked this. He just has everything that he needs, like a bat umbrella. I don't remember the bat umbrella. You probably fell asleep. Was it? No, he was already dead when I, I fell asleep. I don't remember a bat umbrella. When he's going to g- b- strike Barry with lightning. Oh, he has the, a bat no, the shaped, kite. Oh, yeah, the bat, bat kite. shaped kite. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, <what laughs> I meant to see. He's like, I've been waiting so long to use this baby. His <laughs> very specific tools. I really like Yeah, that. seeing the bat wing again was really sweet. Yeah. That was... I especially loved during the <laughs> their fight against Zod when he crashes into the ship and dies. Then they reset it, and he's like, no, don't crash into that ship. It's got a shield. It's like, aight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just dips. <laughs> yeah, I, I really liked Michael Keaton in this movie. I think he... Yeah. I also 
enjoyed when Barry was like, you're probably my best friend in my universe. And then he's like, oh, cool. <laughs> kind of I don't know friend. why he thinks that they're best friends because I feel like that's not true. Because it's his only friend. Because it's his only friend. <laughs> and yeah, Super- Batman's like the only one that's really nice to him. Well, actually, I guess he's friends with Aquaman. Yeah. He's friends with all the Justice League. Yeah. But he probably talks to Batman. But he's supposed most. to kind of be the jovial, you know, smart aleck character. So I feel like he's, I guess, friendly ish to to everyone. But he's so annoying. He's kind of Nobody annoying. Likes yeah. Him. Except exactly. for except for Iris for some reason. Yeah. I did. Oh, I did that like forced. that. Um, they kept Ben Affleck Batman as a killer. Like, he was just machining, machine gunning guys. I thought he was just shooting the cars and stuff. But I think he was still I think he was still a killer. Well, I mean, he yeah. did kick people off the... The bridge? High-speed oh, chase. The, yeah, he, he, he pulled them out of the, the, the highway. Jeep. That's true. So, yeah, yeah. I like that. I, I hope the that. new Batman um, is not a killer, but I'm glad they kept it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I did feel as though there were some holes in the movie as far as like for example when Kara goes to Zod and she's flying over Zod and the American and the military right mm-hmm. and Zod spots her the she's the only person he's looking for the only person he's there to kill her and then take her with the planet right mm-hmm She's the only thing in his way, and he demanded to see her. Military didn't comply, so they started killing him, right? He sees her in the sky, has the same powers, and she just leaves. She goes back to the Batcave. She just goes back to the Batcave, and he kills flies Barry up into lightning <laughs> and gets him struck by lightning. Then they fly all the way back there, and they haven't even hardly killed any of the military and Zod's still there and he didn't I don't know if that bothered me so much because I was like you've probably been gone it was daytime and now it's nighttime well it was just Gotham City like stormy Gotham I didn't see it as nighttime but I can see because it was definitely super dark and there wasn't storm before yeah it was just kind of there and it, some significant amount of time passed also and doesn't didn't, we were both saying this, um, so Kara, Kara Kent, Supergirl, she flies, so. Kara Zor-El. Kara Zor-El. Kara she Kent. takes Barry Kara after. Kara Zor-El. <laughs> Kara, <laughs> Kara Clark. <laughs> she takes Barry, who had just electrocuted himself, <laughs> and flies him up to the storm so he can get struck by lightning again mm-hmm. but it doesn't make sense because the only reason that worked is because of the chemicals i think he was already covered in the yeah chemicals. that's that's what i told you but it was movie. raining probably got washed off <laughs> obviously it didn't because he got his powers back <laughs> <laughs> i mean wasn't that was it raining in flashpoint yeah when they did it because it, it, recent- it took quite a few times for him to get electrocuted well so that's that's what I want to talk about. Is that scene? Because in Flashpoint, it's like it's like kind of this horrific scene. Because yeah. yeah, Batman. First of all, Batman has a reason that he would do it because he doesn't really care about this guy. He's just like he's kind of a crazy guy, but he wants to get struck by lightning. And it's the end of the world, so yeah. I'll hook him up to this machine or whatever. <laughs> and he's just like smoking off to the side. I think yeah. I don't know. And then he gets struck by lightning, and then it doesn't work, and he's like 
He's like horribly burned. scarred. Yeah. yeah, like it's just horrible. And then he's like, "Do it again." It's kind of like this like heroic moment, kind of. Um, and and Batman's <laughs> still just. He's just like, like, okay, okay. <laughs> whatever. Again, if you want to, he doesn't care. And so he has a reason that he does it. And then he gets his powers. But this, I feel like Michael Keaton wouldn't hook him up to that because he's nice and he cares about this guy a little bit. Yeah. And so, I, I was thinking about that too, but I, I also was thinking about, because I think they did do a good job in making, or in this uh, Flash movie, they they made him look pretty horrific and like he was dead. And I feel like, I feel like that justifies it a little bit more. Cause like he just, he had chemicals all, all over him and he got struck by lightning and he looked like he was going to die and he probably was. And I feel as though Michael Keaton could have seen that as like, I have to keep trying or else he's going to be dead anyways. And Mm -hmm. so it just shocked him again. However, he did pretty much just say like with no emotion. He was just like, okay, <laughs> or just nodded his <laughs> head. Blown. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. I don't know. It was not. I think the the cartoon version was really impactful, but this was not as much for me. I do like. What did you guys think of Kara? I thought she was. She was awesome. She was, yeah, I thought she was I, really good. I really like that suit and her. It was attitude. perfect. I like yeah. her attitude. She's just pretty grumpy. A little, little bit grumpy. A little bit grumpy. But hanging I, out in a ball. I mean, I, I'd be pretty grumpy too. Yeah. I think she was one of the best parts, but I also think she didn't really have anything to do. Like I feel like she wasn't yeah. in it that long. And she didn't really help that much. Yeah. Well, it was. I, I think it was kind of a cool moment when they realized when she died, it was all their hope was gone. Mm-hmm. Right. She was like their only chance until they find out that Kryptonian metal can. Kryptonians, which it's not kryptonite. I don't know. Whatever, whatever. Well, that was another hole that I found because remember how like, well, I guess they kind of explained it because there were, what did they call them? There, um, there are certain events that were inevitable, right? Oh yeah. However, certain events. Nexus points. I don't know. I don't remember. We'll call them canon events. It was, he explained <laughs> it with spaghetti. Which also, how did that Batman know all this stuff about it? Because he's the world's greatest detective. <laughs> anyway, whatever. It's been, a lot, been a, there for a long time. Seems like he, there's no metahumans, though, in that universe. Yeah, yeah he's not for, a metahuman. I know, but how would he know? Probably Catwoman, though. Catwoman, we can... She, she knows all about the whole space-time continuum and whatnot. <laughs> well, I'm just saying she's a metahuman because oh, she's doing something. But Flash progress. says there's no metahumans in that I don't know if it's the Tim Burton universe, though, or if it's just... Or if it's just another Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yeah, that's possible. But, like, every time he went back, because once it started getting towards when younger Barry Allen started turning to Dark Flash, I, f- I don't know. I was I was confused on that whole war because there were certain things that were inevitable, um, but it didn't matter who was who. So every time he went back in the past to rechange it, everything about that scene was exactly the same. Characters didn't change. Um, like the event the itself event. didn't change. Just kind of how they were killed changed. But that was just because he tried different things. So they kind of abandoned the whole 
if you change even a little part, it makes a whole new timeline with different mm. people, That's places, true, and scenarios. He's saying nothing is the same. Right. But, but Zod was the same. Supergirl was the same. Flash was the same. The location was the same. I think the idea behind that is Barry Allen was saying he was the nexus point. But I don't really understand that. Because that know. wouldn't change the events for everyone else. Well, he was the nexus point in the fact that he, like, was stopping him from. Oh, that makes sense. Conti- like from changing mm-hmm. things. That's why he attacked him in the Speed Force when he started. You know, because he's trying to get rid of Barry Allen from ruining everything. I actually, I wanted to to ask what you guys thought of how they depicted like the Speed Force in the movie because I thought it was actually really good. Yeah. I liked it. The I didn't whole, like, like, sands of time that he was running. I didn't like when he was running backwards. I didn't like backwards. how he was running backwards. <laughs> <laughs> but how they depicted the Speed Force, I thought was really sweet. I thought it was unique, but, man, I just, <laughs> I just feel so negative today. I feel really No, bad. that's okay. Just just say something <laughs> nice and then say something bad. Somebody right say after. they believe in me. sandwich for the flesh. I, I don't believe in you. That's false there positivity. Yeah. <laughs> You can do it. Um, I don't know. Just everybody's like weird. CG. It was just the un. This whole movie was like the uncanny valley on steroids for me. Yeah. And just the time the speed force was also that because everybody was. It was pretty CGI. Everybody. Yeah. And I feel like I couldn't. If I was there, I wouldn't be able to grab onto anything. Mm-hmm. Like a fever yeah. dream. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That was weird. I don't know. If you're ever feeling negative, just revert your mind back to Nicolas Cage Superman. Running backwards. Nicolas Cage Superman. (laughs) Nicolas Cage Superman. Start running backwards, just like the Flash. Stand on one leg and then run backwards. Okay. On one leg? You know the joke in the beginning when the Flash title comes on? Yeah. I was, for a second, I genuinely thought they were going to do that like three times. (laughs) I would do Every time he set up, they'd scream. I would have liked that. No, because then we would have to see him like get in his racing stance a hundred times. And I couldn't stand it. I could. <laughs> I'm gonna start running like that from <laughs> now on. It's so dumb. Um, yeah, Nick Cage was pretty cool seeing all the other stuff. That's another instance of people just shoving nostalgia down your throat and telling you to like it. Yeah, Matt, I thought. Um, the Nick Cage cameo was pretty funny though. Yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. At that point, all I cared about was more Batman and more Superman. So I thought I really liked seeing yeah. Nick Cage. Yeah, because I think that was the the plot of Nick Cage's that what his Superman movie was going to be spider. was fighting a big spider at the end. So hmm. I really liked that. That is funny. And um, what were the other cameos? Chris Reeves, Chris Reeve, mm-hmm. is in there. Um, they also. <laughs> They showed oh sixties Batman's in there. They showed Henry Cavill once or twice, didn't they? Oh yeah, I think so. And then um, other things. What's his? Who was Batman at the very end? Yeah, so explain that to me because I looked up what happened. It's because he changed it again. I hated that. Well, explain me what happened. What was the scene? So, uh, oh yeah, (laughs) okay. I was asleep. So. This is also one thing I hate about this movie is he's changed something about the past, right? He mm-hmm. saved his mother with a can of soup, okay? 
And it changed everything and just about destroyed the world. And after this long journey and this battle against himself, he's found out that you can't change anything about the past or an entire new universe is created. He's just learned that, right? So at the end, when he... Did you see when he confronts his mother in the store? It was explained to me. So he goes back again. And she, he puts a soup on the top. Right, and he takes the soup back so events will happen as they should, right? And then instead of going back to... Well, even then, that should have still changed things. But hypothetically, I think that was supposed to fix everything, right? So that was supposed to fix everything. Instead of just going right back to his timeline... He d- decides to take a stop at the store. That say, get a hug from his mom. Right when his dad is buying stuff, and he moves. I think he's also getting tomato soup. He moves all the tomato soup from the middle row to the top row, so that when he grabs it, his face is up and the camera's so camera. Okay. And he, so it cuts to him at court, and they. Um, they finally get clarity on the video that was supposed to either incriminate or um, set his dad free from prison. Mm-hmm. And um, due to tech at um, Wayne, Wayne tech. yeah, Wayne Tech, they they cleared the video up and his dad was free from prison and he was all happy. And it's like... Y- you're stupid. You literally just found out you can't change anything about the past. And then he went and did it. And then as they're walking out, he gets a call from um, Batman. And um, when he comes out, it's... Who was George it? George Clooney. George Clooney. And he <laughs> flashes saying, hey, man, I'm back. And Bruce is like, hey, man, let's hang out and let me fill you in. And then it's George Clooney. And then, and he's like, "Oh no, no, like, no!" Says the f word because he's pretty surprised. And then George Clooney is like, "What? What?" And then it ends. And then it ends. So, is and he then, the new Batman? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think maybe. I really, I really hope not. I well I'd because s- oh, and then after he goes, um, is he goes to meet Aquaman. Yeah, so the post credit scene. I saw that. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Was he, was... He was just a drunker version of Aquaman. But was he still Aquaman? Yeah, because he was... Well, he gave him his down ring, and he was like, this is Atlantean gold or oh, something. Oh, that's right. Okay. Go get more beer. Which I didn't really like that. I took it... it made him yeah. an idiot. I, I took the new Batman, George Clooney Batman, as a Spider-Verse style thing where it's like a totally different universe but i don't know if that's how it works well it has to be even if even if a lot of the things are the same he changed something in the past so everything about or that has to be a whole new universe now so i do like the idea of ezra miller being stuck in a different universe and they and we just, never see him again. Yeah, when they fire him <laughs> for arrest, like abusing all those people and insulting and yeah, stuff, kidnapping allegedly, they can just leave him out there, and then we can get like Grant Gustin in as the new Flash or something. I'd like that. I'd rather they just recast completely and get yeah. someone cool. 
but uh, I think like cool, but. Yeah, I think the point of it was to start you know DC anew. Yeah, like I think the whole. But is that gonna is that universe that he's in is that gonna be the new DC universe or are we just gonna go to a completely different? I think universe? we're just gonna go to a completely different universe. They didn't really reset. If that's the case, then I feel like the Flash movie was for not. It's pointless. So Batman, uh, Brave and the Bold, the movie that's coming out is just another Batman and Robin with George Clooney and <laughs> another Batman. Yeah, because uh, what Henry Cavill was. Superman in this Flash's universe, so wouldn't that have to change because they have yeah a new Superman? So they'd have to either keep this universe, which means George Clooney is the Batman. is Batman. I don't want him to be Batman again though. I want a younger Batman. I know. Yeah, he's got um, the unless, charisma for it. You know what he would be perfect for though is um flashpoint batman or for thomas wayne george clooney is that would be sick (laughs) if he was thomas wayne yeah he could just be a drunk george clooney Batman. he could totally be thomas wayne and like i feel like george clooney would actually be perfect for that i think the most endearing part of the flashpoint story is all the different versions of characters that we know Mm -hmm. thomas wayne batman super cool yeah. Um, also, super killer. <laughs> yeah, super murderer. <laughs> super evil. <laughs> Much guns. Um, Joker's pretty spooky because it's Martha Wayne. It's pretty weird. But that's oh. that's pretty. Com- that was more compelling than this universe. But what are you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? What do you do? What do you do? I think it leaves a lot up for. I think it leaves a lot open for DC though. Which is really, I really appreciated this movie in that aspect because there were there were actual major consequences. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there were things that Barry, he can't change anymore. Like he messed up and mm-hmm. things aren't the same, which I like that. I like that there were actual consequences that he couldn't just fix, which I feel if DC continues with that, I think that'll be intriguing. Yeah. Because everyone brings back everyone now. The problem is nobody else knows except for us because we're the only people that watch The Flash. That's true. <laughs> but I don't think it, I don't think anybody watches DC movies anyway, so it's just going to... Yeah. It's yeah. going to be for the next generation, boys. Yeah. This isn't for us, man. <laughs> but we got to keep it alive. <laughs> well, I, what does worry me is I'm pretty sure... Um, the direct the, the director for this movie is directing the new Batman movie, hmm. which I don't like how okay. he treated uh, Batman in this movie. It's just kind of like a joke. So the Ben Affleck Batman. I feel like both. I didn't really mostly Ben Affleck. I don't really feel like Ben Affleck was a joke in this movie. I, yeah, I think I they know. just said one joke and you were having. I think you're just dream. a hater. I am a hater. <laughs> I think right I've now... I've been watching so many good movies recently. Like I feel like I stopped watching bad movies, and then we watched this. Even that even that could be, I think, was could have been a big reason for the flop, was this is coming out during, like, Indiana Jones, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, and, like, these um, movies that are actually, like, big hits. Yeah. Which I think could have taken a lot of revenue stream from Yeah, Flash. that was a pretty bad time to release this. 
They should have done it like five years or seven years ago when they were originally releasing. <laughs> Maybe they should send Ezra Miller real life to do his run, run back in time. I think he did. I think that's why we saw those. I think that's why we saw ourselves oh. at the movie theater. Because they were trying the to re- they were trying to undo this movie, <laughs> but they had to go see it first to know what was wrong. You should have got a picture with them. Yeah, kind of scary, and his laugh like echoes through time. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but as far as um, their profits, um, Flash lot or was like two or three hundred million dollars short of their anticipated revenue. Wow. And yep, so it's one of the worst box office superhero movies in history <laughs> and i'm sure i'm sure they had to spend so much more on it because they kept coming back to it every year yeah i was reading something that they spent 150 million on on marketing so the budget well, was really like even because they had a super bowl commercial and that's like that's like seven million dollars yeah for a just for a commercial like 30 a super bowl mm-hmm. that's ezra miller michael keaton um and like Ben Affleck's earnings in that movie for a commercial. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Which I think was really stupid. I don't think you needed to advertise the Flash as much as they clearly didn't tried. work. Do you think Craven the Hunter will be better than this movie? Yeah. Yes. I don't think Craven the Hunter is going to be a good movie, but it will be better than this. Because there's no, like, I don't have any expectations for that movie. Do you think Craven the Hunter is going to do better than The Flash? Yeah. Because that is sad. I can't I lose know, $200 million. That's, I don't think they're going to spend $200 million on Craven. That's true. But we should look at the profits and see. Don't you think Flash should have done out. better just because it's a familiar character? Because yeah, the Batman's but in it? It didn't. That's what I'm saying. Craven isn't a familiar character amongst just everyday people. This I is th- like, this is the first time they had an opportunity to do a Flash movie ever, I think. I'm sure there was TV movies and stuff, but one of these big action, big action box office movies, and they did not release it good. They did not market good. They had marketing, but I can't, like, I feel like everyone forgot about it. I was really excited for this. But I was really excited, too. I feel like the marketing was pretty good, actually. Yeah. They only Batman. marketed Michael Keaton. Yeah, <laughs> everyone thought it was. That, well, that's the thing is, I they was didn't even have was, faith. I was hoping it was just going to be a Batman movie and have the Flash in it, but the Flash was in it. Most I think of the they, time. I think they did Michael Keaton justice though in the fact that he wasn't just a cameo. Yeah, he did have a yeah, significant role. Well. Um, Craven the Hunter has a budget of one hundred thirty million dollars. So, and plus marketing that'll be a lot so it could potentially but it would have to lose pretty much all of its money yeah like sell zero tickets in order to wait is 170 including marketing 130 costs? million or no, not including. not including marketing so marketing is what like 55 60 million i don't know flash spent 150 million on it so <laughs> i don't know flash did spend all on marketing yeah oh Maybe I'm at 150. So, but I don't Craven, think Craven's gonna spend that much. So let's say 200 million dollars. That's 
significantly less than what Flash spent on it. Yeah. So they would have to lose. Yeah, they'd have they'd to have lose. to sell zero tickets. Yeah, I just to lose more. as much as the Flash. People would have to be paid to not see the movie. <laughs> I just want to know if it will make more money. I think to have one of it the has to. Yeah, it has to sell zero tickets to make less money. I mean, you have to you have to realize that this is this is kind of record breaking failure. <laughs> And There's I been a th- lot of failures in comic book movies. Well, I'm saying I don't think that you're going to go from Flash, which is the worst um, or the least grossing movie in like in the country right now, and then do it again. Yeah. Yeah. In a couple months, you know. Yeah. Well, that's Flash talk. Um, we did it. Would <laughs> recommend. They need money. <laughs> they need to pay their actors go see the flash <laughs> i feel like you should see it I, I think it's worth seeing you should definitely see it like, again i didn't hate it i think it opened up a lot for dc um i think they i mean for for what it was i, I don't think the acting was terrible other than ezra miller i, mean, I, I don't I, think he did a bad job i think a couple of scenes i didn't like him but for the most part i personally liked him I liked him in the end when he's talking to himself and like you need to stop. Mm. Oh, that was the other hole that I found. Because every time he goes to fight Zod and he gets Kryptonian metal stuck in his arm, and then he goes back in time to redo it, but he keeps all of that stuff. I think it's because he's he's not winding back time; he's traveling through time. Because like, yeah, it's the same person, but also he just gets ca- covered and covered more and more. Like his suit is all Kryptonian metal. Is that what that was? I thought it was, he was just covering a rock because he'd been in the Speed Force for a long time. Oh, uh, maybe that was. I don't know. I I really like. I did not expect it to be his younger version of himself. I thought it was going to be a time monster. That's what I thought too. I I thought that was pretty creative. Yeah, yeah. Having I, it I be himself. That. Well, that's how it was in the TV show. I mean, there were like time wraiths, but he also. Um what's it savitar which is his future oh, evil self yeah. like finds him through like or traps him in the speed force at one point or something like that but he like finds him through time and then has to like battles him his older evil self so i i did like that parallel um i i did like a lot of parallels with um like the flash tv show and also flashpoint i think they i don't know i think they did a a good job I didn't hate it as much as Kyle did. Yeah. I, I hated <laughs> I had fun watching this movie. Yeah. And I laughed at some of the jokes, and I also laughed. I couldn't stop laughing when um, college-age Barry Allen uses a Batman suit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. It looks like the dumbest thing ever. I thought that was so funny. I was like, why did he do that? It's I just, so funny. I love the parallel of that er, um, with Christian Bale's Batman when he's finding all this high-tech armor and he's spray-painting it and stuff. And then it just cuts to Barry Allen. He's using caution tape. (laughs) And, like, a piece of paper cut out with scissors is the lightning bolt that he just sprays (laughs) on over the Batman symbol and he, like, saws the ears off. And he walks out and most of the ears are still there. It just looks really dumb. And when he he says, he's like, I made it a little bit looser and they're in the ship in in Batman in the Batwing and he turns over and his mask like covers his face because yeah, it's too loose. Neck. <laughs> oh. oh that was so good. 
Yeah, I see. You also got to give Ezra Miller some props on being able to have like two different personalities. That's yeah. true. His, his laugh is college very um, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. He's just this dumb college age guy. Yeah. Could you imagine? I don't think I would ever be. I don't think I would ever see my past self and be that annoyed with myself. <laughs> be. Neither did he. Oh, man. Well, I think when the universe is at stake and you're making jokes, you'd, you'd probably be pretty annoyed. Yeah. Oh, there was... He was just so dumb the whole time. I that was, was the other thing. I don't think he really explained very well, like, what was at stake, and he kept getting mad at himself, which is like, you just gave this kid powers. Yeah. And, yeah. There's also a scene where they're, like, going into the... CSI building and the older Barry Allen just looks like a computer character like a video game character he doesn't look real at all and it's the worst CGI in the yeah, when, when they're going wa- up when they're the, walking in yeah there's a lot of yeah, bad CGI really in this bad. Movie, did you but. love <laughs> the scene where he after he loses powers but he doesn't know it yet and he starts running in circles <laughs> like flailing his arms around why does he uh, run like that know, it's so dumb I can see, (laughs) I guess to his benefit, it looks like he's cutting the speed force with his hands, but it looks (laughs) ridiculous. It looks so bad. It's so dumb. It was, yeah. There's been a lot of reviews saying that the Snyder Cut CGI of Flash was far better than than what we saw Doesn't he run back in time in the Snyder Cut? Like, just, like, 30 uh, seconds back in time? Yes. Huh. I believe so. I don't really remember. I kind of want to watch it again. I Paradox. really like the Snyder Cut. Besides, it's four hours. But besides that... I really like that one, yeah. It's really good. Except for the weird singing scene. I like that scene. Yeah. I know people don't like it. But <laughs> Kyle is just uh, controversial today, man. I'll bet, I'll bet uh, if we got that guy in here and he had a sign that said... um. You can do it, then you probably wouldn't even be happy because you're so sitting Well, at right. that point, I'd be okay because he knew who I was. Yeah, but would it make you feel happier? <laughs> no. I think exactly. We, I, think I wouldn't be mad about it. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't, oh, okay. wouldn't make me feel better, but I wouldn't be mad about it. That's good. If you told me I could do it, or if you told me you believed in me, it would make me feel good because you know me. Uh-huh. Same goes for you, Barrett. So anytime you guys want to pick me up a little bit, Okay. And I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> if you guys believe in me, you know, you can say it if you want. Okay. Thanks for the invitation. Like, you you can say it now if you want. Like, <laughs> yeah, we I believe it. you. I, bu- I believe I could say it if I... Like, if you believed in me or whatever. Well, that just about wraps it up. <laughs> uh, well, Bad. yeah, it's somebody else talk. <laughs> Welcome back to the outro of the X-Wing Guys podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, the X-Wing Guy himself, Tyler Treadway. This has been... The Flash podcast episode. I'm here with Kyle and Barrett, Bert, and we are heading out after talking about this mediocre movie for too long. We'll talk at you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. I believe in you.